us talk about that at the end of Dawson's Creek, and that's another year. So, <laughs> you think it's going to be a year? Uh, you know, I'm really hoping that uh, once I Zombie goes on its break, that we're just oh gonna, yeah, like, we can just chug right can... through so much of this. Oh, definitely. I mean, we're already a month ahead of the schedule that I made. Yeah. So. In the uh, well, we can talk about this another time oh, no, because you're Robin oh. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and your staff. Okay, so we're talking about Dawson's Creek. We're talking about what it, risky behavior. Uh, nope. <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, high risk behavior. High oh. risk behavior. <laughs> high risk. High risk behavior. Sex. She wrote. Uncharted Waters, your, Uncharted your favorite one. Waters. Oh God, no! And, and uh, his leading lady. His leading lady. These were, were. I, I mean, I loved high risk behavior. Mm-hmm. Even though in my notes I have risky behavior. <laughs> uh, That's kind of like risky I, business, and uh, nope. <laughs> yeah, this was. Uh, it was hard to. These were, I don't know, extremely melodramatic. Yeah, I, I messaged you last night, let the listeners in on this, basically, and I was just like, I, I like, waited to the last minute to watch all four in a row, <laughs> and I'm like, I was basically just a, a shell of a man by the time I finished. Not because the episodes were, like, bad, but it was like everybody was just having troubles. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I mean, I kind of uh, what is brilliant about the, about this segment of the show of the, the, these these episodes, mm-hmm. this movie that Dawson is making. It's so awesome. It's so him, and he has no clue, and everybody knows that it's so autobiographical. Biographical, uh-huh. and and he's using all these big words, and I mean, and that describes <laughs> Dawson's character to a T. He uses these big words, and he over psychoanalyzes everything. And and when... every time we see a scene being done, and auditions, and being filmed, and tryouts, all that stuff, they're all actual scenes from earlier episodes in season two. <laughs> Like I like I noticed some of this like uh, some of the some of the lines they I was like that sounds very familiar. He literally just like uh, took the script from from an earlier episode <laughs> of the season, and uh, yeah. And when you see these regular kids saying these words, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, I, it does keep getting pointed out. I think Pacey points it out. I think our uh, new character, Devin, points it out. Um, yeah. Uh, when the tryouts are happening. Yeah. 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 Uh, Rachel Lee Cook. Uh, what happened to her? I thought she was going to be like the new big thing. And she didn't have 15 minutes of fame. She was like here for five minutes. Uh, well, you know, she still bounces around here and there. I looked her up, and I, apparently she's been on the show Perception yeah. <laughs> for the last couple of years. Oh, you know who she's married to? Who? Daniel Gillies, who is on the originals. <clears throat> it was from Vampire Diaries. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's cute. I love Rachel Lee Cook. Um, I I am one of the you know the small majority of people who are very vocal uh, in their support of <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats. The movie. I like Josie and the Pussycats. That's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> and this, I, Alan Cumming. How can Alan Cumming make a bad movie? Right, Come on Parker now. Posey. 
<laughs> you get your Rosario Dawson, your Tara Reid. Well, the Tara Reid. Yeah, Tara Reid's basically playing herself in that movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. They have, like, Seth Green in, like, a boy band. Uh, it's hilarious. It is. Anyway. I agree. Um, uh, but the the... When when this episode came out, I, I noted that this was a month after the movie She's All That came out. Really? So she was hot, hot, hot. Oh, she time. was, yes. So, and before Josie, so. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. Maybe she shouldn't have done Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> Maybe, even though we love it. Oh, man. I, Do you remember you know, that, that she did a... a it's just say no to drugs commercial where she's like doing the brain on drugs uh, thing yeah. with the egg. And then I, she's like, is this your brain on drugs? And then she's like starts destroying her kitchen. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So was that before all this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well. That's I should find that commercial and put it in the group. Yeah. <laughs> um, why Chris Wolf and Abby Morgan together so much? Yeah. I, I, I actually. Because they're both it. equally awful people. No, no. Abby is so much more awful than Chris. Chris, I still have a hard time figuring out. I'm like, is he is is he a jerk? Is he is he secretly uh, just kind of going along with Abby because he's attracted to her? Is he, you know, but but is you know secretly? I mean, th- we see like almost like a new side of Chris towards the end of this run and where he's got a breakthrough yeah, but, on the movie. Yeah, because he's. I think he's going to decide that he's he's pretty good at this acting thing. Yeah. But he, he, it's like he can't find his motivation, so Dawson has to say, look, <laughs> you're the cool guy. Just imagine you're not the cool guy. Imagine you're the guy who doesn't get what he wants and the heartbreak and the misery and the pain. The agony. That you're, that you're living through. So do you, are you chewing my shoe? Uh, yeah, but that was, a great, that was a great scene where he had to help Chris Wolf find his motivation for Yes. Being miserable. And, uh, you know, he's filmed his scenes in the Dawson movie. And uh, I just wanted to sadly say that this was the last episode we got to see Jason Barron in Dawson's Creek. No, no really? Jason Bear. Uh, yeah. The, the, so uh, he's he's been uh, Scott Foley'd. Yes, I guess so. <laughs> just, Did Scott Foley go off the Felicity at the, at, at the end of the first season? He must have. Uh, because uh, Jason Barrett does go off to Roswell. Roswell starts the following fall, so right when D- Dawson's Creek Season 3 is starting. So, wow. No more Chris Wolf. Abby, however, is still around. <laughs> oh, God. She is. I mean, if she would just take it down a notch. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's funny because in the, I think what was the the last or the second to last episode, Uncharted Waters, uh, she tries to come across as uh, she's the Cordelia of the group. You know, uh, I just say what I've, you know, say what needs to be said. I'm honest. I'm the only honest person here. I'm the Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) I say what's on my mind. Yeah. Nothing is wrong with that. Uh. Yeah, there's plenty wrong with that. Maybe you shouldn't be a dick. Mm-hmm. And I love when Gail throws her out of the house. It's such a great uh, moment. And then she turns what? right around and gets one more dig at Gail. <laughs> yeah, she even insults Gail. I mean, what a brat. And, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, we find out that uh, she's she thinks that she plays a crucial role in the group as if uh, she's realized that she's in a TV show 
She's Yeah. <laughs> or like she's even in the group. She's not even in the group. No. She thinks she Yeah. The rest of the group is like, Oh, you're in the group? Yeah. No, you're not. You're just you're just a hanger on. I I feel like this is a lot of uh this is this is very Cordelia right here. <laughs> mm. Who who was uh, who was a part of the group, uh but you know, like people like Xander but, were not accepting that. Yeah. Until, you know, you got the hats for her. But who knows, maybe Pacey will fall for Abby or or Dawson. I can't remember. <laughs> uh well it looks like they're trying to redeem her because you know, okay, so high risk behavior, I think that episode was fantastic. Yeah. Because you have the three couples and you're left on the cliffhanger. You don't know who did it and who didn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the then, last episode that ends with the, the only episode I remember is that ends with to be continued. Like, I was like, really? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then the conclusion, the next episode, it's so much Abby Morgan that it makes it miserable. <laughs> Well, yeah, it, it's funny. Those two episodes, I just couldn't help but like think, like, who the hell decided to give Chris and Abby like their own scenes without anybody else? Like they're chatting to to each other. It's like, oh, these guys have personalities and uh, exist they're fully outside fo- the group. Yeah, they're fully formed characters. What? Really? <laughs> Do we care about these people? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why I was saying, like, why are they friends? They're awful. Yeah. But it so seems like, she's uh, just a. It seems like Chris is equally disgusted with her, but also is attracted to her at the same time. Yeah. Which, you know, the and, best relationships are built on. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he finds that no, he doesn't have to, you know, give it to her or go along with her plan, but she tells him to feel, you know, I'm going to go in here and I'm going to stir the crowd and <laughs> yes. you're going to film it. Mm-hmm. Well, she had a, a uh, film assignment that was due. Um, which, by the way, Dawson doing his film assignment was hilarious. Oh, that was, of course, his is going to be the best. Like, it's I, gonna be... I can't imagine being in that class and just be rolling my eyes. I'm like, shut yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is your thing. <laughs> You're the greatest. Yeah, we're not as we smart know. about film as you. We know it's inevitable. You're going to go on we to be a speak film French. director. Do you know my is not our word? <laughs> 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 so okay see i didn't realize that it had to be filmed i thought it just had to be like a like a story or like a like a maybe a verbal report about oh i'm not sure a mystery filmed, but... maybe maybe it was you're probably right because it was for film class yeah and then i'm tr- wondering is jack their age is jack in their class i think so and that's why I'm trying to figure out, are Jack and Andy twins or, oh, right, uh, yeah. I think, or I think, um, uh, Nutty said that they they might be Irish twins. Sorry. <laughs> what does that even mean? Nuches. Oh, Irish twins are like, um, they're in the same grade, but they're really kind of a year apart. Oh, I see. That's... They're just so, uh, close in age that they end up in the same class. <laughs> I just I never heard the term Irish twins. Is it because they're they're the McFees? <laughs> <laughs> That's Scottish. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I think I don't know. I don't, I, I have no idea. I just realized I just found out that Aaron Go Aaron Gobry means Ireland forever because I did St. Patty's trivia this past week. So <sighs> anyway, that was fun. Yeah, sounds, sounds like fun. 
Okay, so I have decided that the reason Dawson and uh, Joey are not together now is because they've got to grow up and change, Mm -hmm. and then they can get back together. Because Joey is changing because she can go to a grown-up art class and film a naked person. (laughs) You mean draw one. What did I say? Film. Yeah, draw draw a nude person. Uh And then, of course... Jack is clumsy and he spills chocolate milk or something on her drawing. That was funny because I was like, do do not, do not mess with Joey's art. Because immediately she's like, she doesn't even do anything. Just gets up and walks away. Like, like Jack, I should have known. She, I should, well, it, she's like, it, it was my fault. I shouldn't have even let him near this piece of paper. This brought down Dawson, Jack. Watch your step. <laughs> <laughs> do not mess with her art. Yeah, that's what broke them up. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we got a reverse Titanic um, episode. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, okay, Joey and Jack have no chemistry together. <laughs> they are so vanilla. Yeah. When she kisses him, uh, like, later on in uh, His Leading Lady, when they're kissing, I'm just thinking, they're not, they don't, there's, why are they even together? They don't care. There's no spark there. (laughs) But when in the episode uh, High Risk Behavior, when she's drawing him and he's, oh, let me, where'd those muscles come from? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So when she's drawing him and he has the towel, like, I'm so, like, I'm embarrassed watching it. Like, I'm so, I feel so awkward watching it. Yeah. And and I'm really nervous. So... I loved that because I felt something watching them on screen together yeah. when usually I feel nothing. You see Joey, Joey starts like hyperventilating while he's talking about uh, how sex, like his first time was, you know, sex is like Van Gogh's Starry Night. <laughs> and she's like. Oh. She was like, oh, I'm getting turned on. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I love, I, I, I wrote this line down. Jack, how's it look? Joey, it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and he drops the towel. Yeah. And, uh, so he so he's not a virgin. Nope. And he had to tell her about how sex was, and then uh, so then we find out in the next episode of Sex, she wrote that they didn't because he couldn't perform. Yeah, I, you know what? I got actually very distracted during that whole part. I've got some sick kids, so. Please break down the the end of uh, of sex she wrote. At least just from Joey and Jack's point of view. For at first, maybe you'll have to tell me about the other ones when we talk about them. <laughs> well, basically, okay. So Jack sits down in this room, and Jen comes in, and you know earlier in the series they're kind of forced together at the dance. Yeah. Well, they have a really good scene together. Um, Jen and Jack do where oh, yes. she's like, you know, tell me what happens. I. I can un- I understand, mm. and he tells her that he just couldn't perform, uh-huh. and she was like, "Oh, okay. and they just had a really good moment there." I, I caught the part where uh, I think it must have been the beginning where they were just kind of talking about being the rebound and and uh, not like uh, wanting to just kind of give up because of that knowledge. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure Jack feels he does feel. Like everybody knows that Joey and Dawson yeah. should be together. The entire high school <laughs> seems. To <know> this. <laughs> 
They know they. The entire high school is wondering why they didn't have sex yeah. because they should act on their passion or whatever. <laughs> so it must be uncomfortable for him. So he couldn't. Perf- he couldn't perform. Did they actually could, start to have sex? And he couldn't. Perform? Yeah, it sounded oh. like they were they were going to do it, but it just didn't happen. Well, good. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, what? Anything else about Joey and Jack? Uh, Jack, of course, uh, goes on the boat trip for for sad men, and uh, <laughs> and uh, actually gets at least a handshake out of Dawson by the end of it. Yeah, I mean that was the that was the only good part of that. Okay, yeah, that episode was you know Dawson is like what the, Pacey, what the heck is Jack doing here? <laughs> and I I guess Andy made him invite him. Yeah, because <clears throat> he doesn't have a dad anymore. Mm-mm. So they uh, they talked and they came to understanding and they don't it, Dawson doesn't hate him now. At least over dads. And, <laughs> Yeah, because, yeah, because, I mean, why is Dawson mad at Mitch? Oh, well, that was, like, a very quick side plot, but it was kind of in the background, and probably they were like, let's let's address this while we're we're on the sad men uh, cruise. Um, You know, Mitch is being perceived to Dawson as kind of a layabout, (laughs) like, 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 you know, and especially in comparison to Pacey's dad, Pacey's dad is like the sheriff and he's an upstanding guy. He's a, he's a guy's guy. And, and meanwhile, his dad is, uh, Mitch has left his mom and is living in a studio apartment and is like, you know, dreaming about different restaurants or whatever. And he's, he even makes, Dawson even makes a, a, Quip to Pacey about like, oh geez, we hang around this like uh, watering hole too much. My dad's gonna want to open up a place like this. Yeah, but I mean, what we find out is that uh, you know Mitch just kind of sits down and, and it gets on the level with uh, Dawson. He's just, he's just a dreamer. He's just not satisfied with the normal, you know, the normal life. And that's and we find out Dawson is very much like his dad. In that yeah. Sense. So that was good. Yeah. And you know what was the saddest thing? It's when Mitch takes Dawson home and Mitch, like, absentmindedly starts to walk into the house. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm home. Oh, I forgot. I'm not home. I I have to leave. I don't live here anymore. That was, I mean, it was so minute. Yeah. But, oh, so heartbreaking. I do. I I, I feel for Mitch. Uh, You know, I don't know if anybody really knows too much about me but you know i am on my second marriage <laughs> and uh i did have a child um a beautiful daughter sarah uh with my in my first marriage so um yeah i there were there were many of times when just bringing her back home to her mom and being like well i gotta go back to my <laughs> Well, I was actually even worse than Mitch. I was like, I was on my, on my friend's couch for like a year after that. So, mm. uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I feel, I, I definitely feel for Mitch. Yeah. When he didn't do anything. No, no, no. So. Oh, okay. So, uh, uh, oh, uh, oh, let's go back to, uh, Pacey. Yes. So Pace, okay. Pacey and Andy. They are the one couple who did. The other two couples didn't. Which blew my mind because, you know, in the previous episode, they're just like, they, they, 
and and here's definitely I need you to explain this because they they were at the bed and breakfast. They had this nice sweet night, and he just he's like, okay. At the end of the episode, he's like, I'll walk you home or I'll bring you home. And that's uh you know soon after that was the to be continued. But so when this the, the mystery of who who had sex with who in the next episode came up, I was like, well, nobody else knows this, of course, but we know that Pacey and Annie didn't have sex. So when did they have sex? <laughs> they did. When? Because, let me tell you why. Okay. <laughs> I know they did. When, because he gave her everything she wanted. Mm-hmm. And then when he said, I'm not going to push you when, it, you know, when you get ready and that's when she was like, oh, that's when that's when the panties dropped. Yeah, but, <laughs> he just said all the right things. Oh, yeah. Pacey was uh, Pace, Pacey was well written. <laughs> that's for yeah. sure. Uh, but but the thing was, you know, she even she repeated that line. She's like, you know, you keep saying things like that. I'm going to want to jump your bones. And he's like, yeah, I know. And he gets up from the bed. And, you know, it looks like they're about to go. And then, like, the next scene we see is them leaving the bed and breakfast together, you know, fully clothed. And, you know, it doesn't doesn't look like anything's happened. So, uh, No, I think there was, as as soon as he said, um, you know, I'm not going to push you. You just take your time whenever you're ready. I think that's when... She was like, oh, when you talk like that, yeah. I think that's when it did happen. So, But they got up after that. But, I well, know. I think they just made it very vague for all of them. Yeah. And even with Jen and Dawson, I thought that was a dream. I thought Jen was having a dream. <laughs> I was like, why is Dawson coming into her room? I just don't see that happening. Yeah, that was a because a, Yeah, because yeah, he had uh, tried to talk. She had tried to talk, tried to convince him that... You know, talking about lust and love. Oh and- boy, that oh Jen, holy cow! I was like, uh, Dawson, if if you're not going to, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but she was like, uh, uh, oh, I wrote down some of her lines here. Um, uh, during the tryout, she says, "If you'd gone for the less obvious girl, then the ending of your script would be less obvious." <laughs> and then she goes. Th- then later on, she's like. If you get really desperate, maybe I should play the leading lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> like it's all self-deprecating, but also like wink, 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 wink. And then the whole, I loved her speech. Like this would have totally won me over where she is like, uh, people have sex for love. I don't have the exact quote, but she's like, people have sex for love. And that's very simple and obvious. Um, but if they have it for lust, there could be all sorts of reasons, you know, this thing happened or that thing happened. And I was just like, man. Jen, 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 when she just confused, just, uh, just, uh, well, just convinced me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because when she was doing this before and uh, on this downward spiral being Abby's, uh, uh, friend, uh-huh. th- all this was coming off super pathetic Yeah, because it was so forced, but this, I don't know. It's like, it's like, she's like projecting to Dawson I'm open for it, but I'll also be your friend, and I won't be lame about it. <laughs> yeah, not she's not sad. It's not demeaning. It's not. Yeah, she's uh, just being. Uh, <laughs> but I've liked I've I've liked her arc in these episodes because she's turned into uh, well, just like Graham says, you know, I see a a confident capable movie producer. You're doing, you know, women. It's a good time to be a woman. Women can do anything. Yes. You're doing a great job. So that was great. Well, but let's go back to Pacey. We keep I keep getting oh, sidetracked. Sorry. 
so Pacey, um, he gave Andy everything she wanted, and then he got his grades back, and she wanted to see, and he w- it was like, yeah, none of your business, <laughs> and then kept pulling away from her. Yeah. And it was because, and he wrote the note that said that they should, you know, yeah, they had sex, but they should not do it again because sex changes everything. And it was because he had some, a taste of success and it scared him. Yeah. And she, she was, he was getting, he got her and she scared him, which uh, all that kind of seemed kind of contrived. But. So that when we talk about melodrama, like that's melodrama for melodrama's sake. I didn't get that at all from him. And, uh, you know, I know he's got the whole, like, I'm, uh, my dad constantly tells me I'm no good. And so that means I'm no good. But when it came, comes to Andy, it just seems like, you know, he's, uh, he can, I mean, he's probably not used to taking compliments or whatever, but just to be like, all of a sudden turn and dime after having sex, uh, we're not having sex because it'll change everything. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And then like, no. I'm going to hide my grades from her. What, what does that even mean? That's why I was like super confused by that. Yeah. That's none of your business. Yes, it is her business. <laughs> Number one, she helped you study. Yeah. Number two, she's your girlfriend. You know, like, number three, to, that's just rude to say. Why, why, why not be proud of it? Why not? I mean, she's, mm-hmm. if you love this girl so much, what, what, what makes it so you don't yeah. want to just and brag then, to her? Yeah. And then the episode Uncharted Waters where we finally see his dad, his dad puts <sighs> Dawson up on a pedestal <laughs> and then just puts Pacey down every chance. He, and you know what? I can't stand to see this because yes, our generation, we're, uh, we we build our kids up too much. Yeah. But I think, and you have to find that balance because I think people live up to expectations. Yeah. I think that if you say, you know, because like with Morgan, we said when you go to college, we didn't say if you go to college and we didn't say when you get your degree, we say when you got your, when you get your degrees, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just think that. I don't know. You have to find what you, what the um, what uh, just a, there's a fine line there between building your kid empty empty um, expectations empty uh, <laughs> self confidence. Yeah, you know, creating empty self confidence and and creating that or and you know or like my dad my okay my dad his mother worry warts mm-hmm. saw the worst case scenario you know just didn't do stuff because of being afraid of things mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah like like me and mother we're going to dc next week y'all going to the most dangerous place in the world blah, 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 blah. what what are you gonna do not go to washington dc <laughs> <laughs> right right you got the chance to go to visit all of these wonderful things. Wait, you're not going to go because it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it's dangerous, but so is driving in your car. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, what where was I going with this? Oh, therefore, I was not given much confidence. He had like no confidence in me, but it was all uh, it all came out of fear. Yeah, yeah, of things. Different. Yeah, and so I won't. I, want my kid to be confident that she can accomplish things and that she's capable, but not lift her up and make her like how uh, people are complaining about how millennials are so super self-confident, but it's just off. Yeah. They feel entitled. 
entitled and yeah. can't do anything. So what the heck happened Anyway, let's to, get that off this subject. <laughs> what, what do you think happened to Sheriff John to make him act this way towards Pacey? I don't know because he's not that way toward the older brother. Yeah, I guess it's just, so. He's just... It's just the way he views Pacey that that Pacey's a goofball and can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the first introduction of him is just like you know he's like uh, lots of li- lots of things, lots of life, uh, lots of things in life suck. I'm here to prepare you for that, and um, and uh, yeah, and I don't know. Like Dawson sees Pace- Pacey's dad as like a solid guy because his dad, in in his view, Mitch is you know, not a very solid guy. Um, so, um, and then I don't know, it's weird. He, uh, what's, uh, and that's, sad, I guess that's the sad part about the, the whole story is that we don't really find out what Sheriff John's problem is with Pacey because it doesn't seem like there is a reason at this point. And of course we haven't seen him in the same scene as, uh, uh, uh deputy Dewey or whatever his name is, uh, Doug, right. <laughs> Uh, Dougie. Dougie. <laughs> uh, I do have to point out this is uh, this is John Finn, of course, uh, who played uh, uh, a great uh, X Files character, Michael Krichkow, uh, <laughs> who was in the episodes uh, Redux one and two. Uh, oh, and, okay. And Gethsemane, um, he's the one that informed Mulder that uh, everything about uh, UFO mythology was just run by the government or whatever, and everything he believes in is a lie. And then Mulder mm. fakes his suicide. But anyway, he also, I guess, uh, uh, was on the show Cold Case for many years. I never really watched that show. So you didn't? No. Is that the show that was like a? It was like a period piece every. Yeah, the flashbacks were. Yeah. Like they investigate a crime from from many many years ago. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, um, uh, so yeah. We have these two great scenes uh, with Pacey in in this episode, and it's the the bar scene where Pacey's dad is super drunk and mm-hmm. then plays darts with Pacey, who we see Pacey's actually uh, the game uh, Pacey's actually pretty good at. You know, from the teaser, we saw him playing darts in Dawson's bedroom, mm-hmm. and then like he gets like super competitive and he throws a dart and he looks at Pacey and he's gives it, he he's like beat that. But the thing is, he's like, he's glaring at Pacey. He's like, I will, f- I will freaking end you if, mm-hmm. if you beat that. And, uh, and Pacey just throws the game. And then, yeah. And then John is very much like, yaha, give me a drink. Blah, blah, blah. I beat my son. That's something to be proud of. <laughs> yeah. And then the second scene where, um, they're on the beach together and his dad just kind of pa- passes out. And then Pacey has this monologue which is like rips your entire heart out oh my gosh and he cries <laughs> and cries can't you just say can't you just give me one you know compliment can't you just say you know good job one time or something like that and, yeah. and his dad i guess he kind of gives you the uh gives the indication that he might be awake a little bit to hear some of it maybe right well then after that they uh, the next day Pacey catches a fish and he wins like first place. Yeah, super and trophy and, as, and you know, spider. such a triumphant you know scene. And then at the end, what does his dad say? Uh, Enjoy the trophy. You, know, you probably won't have many more like it. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Know, How, right? And then he goes off to talk to his chums again. <laughs> what a terrible person! Oh, so again, I'm just like. 
you know, this this definitely makes me upset for Pacey, and but I, I do want to like ding the show just a little bit because it doesn't give an indication of why. Why mm-hmm. is this? I just have to assume. I have to assume that uh, he had some sort of problems with his parents growing up, and it's kind of yeah. Repeating. I mean, there are there are plenty of people like this out here today who I don't know because their parents treated them that way. That's how they treat their kids. Yeah. And it's just going to be a vicious cycle. You know, the kid is going to grow up, have children, and and think that that's how you treat your children. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe they think that that's going to make them tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could world. have been something in the marriage. He could have had felt like, you know, maybe he was about to leave his wife after uh, Doug got to a certain age. And then they had Pacey. And then he felt he was stuck. Yeah, I, I don't yeah know. maybe we'll find out later. Yeah, maybe I really don't know. I don't remember. So, yeah, that was sad. Um, but uh, uh, continuing on the Pacey path, um, we find out, uh, well, Pacey finds out finally that uh, Andy is a manic depressive and uh, is taking Xanax. Yes. And is, I guess this is before we really, the public was really informed on what antidepressants are and what they actually do and what nerve medicine is. Because a Xanax is just that's an, a nerve pill and it's just like a Band-Aid. Yeah. You know. Which may be I mean, why I, her, her psychiatrist was telling her that she just should try to, her doctor or somebody who was like, you know, you should get off these pills and try therapy. Um, so, like, Andy is actually off her meds. Um, in this last episode and uh, starts freaking out at Devin about a barrette. And I was really worried about that scene because I was afraid Pacey was going to be too much like the, hey, you're obviously, Mike, you're obviously a little bit crazy. So we know that every sort of emotion that comes out of you is uh, can't be trusted. It might be just because you're a little crazy. But luckily, Pacey veered away from that line of thought and was just kind of like, listen, I, you, I, you are overwhelmed and, and uh, 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 you, you just, this is just, it's just a barrette. Who cares, you know? And yeah. that's when she freaks out and dumps Pacey. <laughs> well, and then uh, Dawson has realized that he is holding on to this movie because he's holding on to him and Joey's relationship and he doesn't want to let go. Yeah. So he talks to Joe and he finally realizes that they have to let go. Right. So then, then he tells Pacey, you should just let Andy go. You should go. just let go. You just let go of her. Pacey's just like, And Pacey's nope. like, I can't let go. <laughs> what are you talking about? I love her. <laughs> and uh, we <laughs> have a nice, uh, sweet Romeo and Juliet scene at the end. Of the, he brings a rose up. He climbs up to her window. Everybody's climbing through everybody's windows. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, he admits to her that he loves her. Oh, that's so sweet. Yes, because I think that's listening to these writers podcasts when they talk about Dawson's Creek, the theme of Dawson's Creek was yearning. And so climbing up into somebody's window, I think that is the perfect, you know, symbolism of, you know, somebody yearning for somebody. Well, yeah, of course, especially if you think of it in the Romeo and Juliet terms. I mean, you could not stay away. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, teenagers love that crap. Yeah, I love. Uh, what else? <laughs> uh, Joey, do I, oh yeah, I'm I'm a teenager at heart. Too. <laughs> uh, Joey, being all creeped out about Devin, <laughs> studying her every move. That was, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be, you know, and for Joey to see 
things that she has said to Dawson acted out in, yeah. to be filmed and in front of everybody. And I'm fairly that certain exact lines too. <laughs> probably. So humiliating. Yeah, yeah. She's pretty justified here where she's like, is anything sacred to Dawson? He calls himself indulgent and um, uh, Dawson does kind of figure out that, you know, even though he's, he will not, he won't admit it. He won't admit it. He won't admit it. But then he's like, yeah, he's just been using this cause he's clinging to what made him happy. So, um, yeah. Uh, uh, what happened here? Oh, uh, I love that. Um, I love that, uh, Devin actually, uh, prods, uh, Joey a little bit, uh, before that whole blowout with, um, with Dawson. And uh, uh, makes it so she reacts, and then she's like, "Ah, that's exactly what I'm looking for." <laughs> yeah, she wanted to say, "How do you get mad? I don't get mad. I don't know what you're talking about." Ah, oh, there it is. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it sure looks like in the scripts that uh, uh, this this Jack person shouldn't be with the Sammy person, isn't that right, Sammy, or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> not Sammy. Yeah, she walks up to to Joey and says, Sammy. She's like, I'm not Sammy, I'm Joey. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that Dawson and Joey both call her a little you're a little you're a little small. <laughs> you're a little you're a little short for, for Yeah, the part. she's too short to play me. <laughs> but it's great because uh she does have a little bit of a Joey esque face. Uh yeah, so those you can see why Dawson really Yeah. Especially with that, that face on top of a naked body when he first saw her. <laughs> uh um, oh, and I lo- also love in, uh, uh, I think they were doing uh, a scene and they, and Dawson asks Jen to play Kim, uh, <laughs> the Jen part in the, in the movie. And when Joey comes up and sees like, uh, basically a bedroom scene, <laughs> um, uh, that it kind of weirds her out. Anyway, I love that. It was so like, so meta. It was, it was amazing. Yeah, and uh, in while the guys are going fishing, mm. and the girls are there being interviewed by Gail, mm. and you know Jen is call, calling her Gail, and and Joe Joey's like, you get to call her Gail. I don't get to call her Gail. Yeah. And and uh, Joey is so mad at Jen, and it's because she's taken over her life. Yeah, like she is Dawson's friend now. She is the producer. She's, you know. Did, and it's like Joey, you had your chance at all this. I mean, you could have, uh, you could have just stayed in Dawson's life, and no matter what his feelings were for you, I, maybe, maybe if you still just kind of stayed as being, I don't know, maybe, maybe it was a little hard for her because you know he he loves her so much. But. Yeah, but what was so good about these episodes is like we said at the end of the last episode, it's time for somebody to have sex and somebody had sex. That was good. Yeah. You know, it was like, Pacey it was had right sex again. Pacey <laughs> had sex again, but at least one of the couples did. It was, it was, it was time. And Pacey was very responsible. He got an HIV test test. So, uh, yeah, that was good. We had a whole scene in the, uh, the sex, uh, uh, the sex aisle in the pharmacy, <laughs> the condoms. You had the condoms. You had birth control pills. You had, you had uh, HIV tests. The home, that big giant box. This is home access. I, I was like, what is that? And I looked it up, and it was. It's like a, a, a home HIV test. Oh, the nineties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those big duffy clothes of the nineties. <laughs> you know, just like Jack. Who knew he had all those muscles under those big, you know, clothes. <laughs> 
and uh, Joey's clothes. Oh my gosh! And the fact that uh, Dawson's Dawson has a porno, and uh, oh, that was funny. It is, of course, it's Goodwill humping because you know <laughs> we just don't want any regular porno. It's got to be like a, a parody. He must have yeah, like a mini and, driver thing going on. <laughs> and when Abby said. Uh, just think, girls, where this movie starts off is where Dawson finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was waiting to hear from the screen. How do you like them apples? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, Abby calling Jenna that she's like, oh, you're gonna be. This is gonna be your job in a few years. Oh yeah, that was low. <laughs> oh, low down. Uh, but but that's when Joey laughed. Joey laughed at it, and that's when. Yeah. See, I mean, Abby is such a pot stirrer. She just makes everybody mad at each other. Yeah, but things come out. You know, they yeah. finally get. They're finally talking. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Jen uh, Grams is is playing matchmaker. She fixes. She introduces oh, Jen Grams. and Ty. Grams, like, oh, I just shook my fist at the end of that. Yeah, like, I don't know why Jen didn't realize, wasn't suspicious of that. I wasn't. I was completely like, oh, she's gonna, this guy's going to take her to a party. And, oh, man, this is going to be another weird situation. This guy's going to be terrible. And then they walk in and it's like they all pull their Bibles out. <laughs> Crabs! Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> What else? So I wonder, I oh. wonder what's going to happen about that. I wonder if, you know, because that could push, um, crap, Jen. Jen could be really resentful about that. Yeah. Because that is kind of, you know, you don't just lead somebody to a Bible study without them knowing where they, that's. Yeah. That's, uh, that's kind of. I don't like that entrapment yeah. kind of thing yes. that, you know, some Christians feel like they need to do. Yeah, that that was that's not cool. not good. And then, of course, you know, Graham set it up in the first place. Because it's yeah. really funny, because Jen was, Jen was like, oh, I'm mildly attracted to this guy. Let me just completely flirt with him and real, let him know that, oh, he, we're going to we're gonna hang out later and uh, things might happen. <laughs> you know, and yeah. then all of a sudden he brings her to this party that's a Bible study. Yeah, so then that made me think, all these flirty, sexual innu- innuendo you know, things she's throwing out there. Did he even pick up on it? <laughs> <laughs> he probably didn't. Yeah. Oh, you're good with your hands. <laughs> <laughs> it probably went right over his head. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, probably for Ty, a neck rub is just like having sex. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got some action. Um, I did want to mention that, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I did. Um, they are definitely putting new music during those, these episodes. In fact, there was, I believe, uh, let's see. Was that Bruce Springsteen? Now, now, um, yes, his leading lady, uh, had the original music. The thing is I have like TuneFind open. It's called TuneFind.com. You can look up music from like any TV show. Oh, oh, you're saying it's not the original music that was in the series when it aired. In His Leading Lady, they kept the original music. They had Bare Naked Ladies. They had uh, Bruce Springsteen. Um, But there's other ones. Like, I'm pretty sure one of the worst parts about Uncharted Waters, besides all the misery, 
was the fact that they just kept playing the same fucking song over and over again. I don't know if you noticed it, but yeah. man, I was like, really? This song again? And it's not yeah. even like a real song. It's like a, you know, whatever. They, they put that in there. So... It, yeah, I, I mean, at first I was like, all right, I probably would have noticed this if I didn't have Tune Find open. And then I was like, nope, they're just repeating these songs now. And it was getting kind of annoying. Yeah, it was getting monotonous. But luckily, it seems like um, like his leading lady had it had the original music. So maybe that'll be like, they're just kind of saving the money for when, you know... They think the music works the best in there, but of course there may be some Dawson's Creek fans out there that might say, "Listen, they they, they blew it on this episode or that episode where they should have kept the original music in." But I mean, so far it's been it's been okay. I mean, I looked at Tunefine; it was like a Dave Matthews song that was missed, uh, something else, and, and I was like, oh, "I don't really miss it." <laughs> I think the only thing that's great about the the music in this show is that it, it lends to the the time when the episode was created it really sets sets the period i guess sorry so. i had a phone call oh i'm just sitting here talking to myself people i'm glad everybody listening to the podcast is listening to me no i'm so sorry okay is there anything else <laughs> Um, uh, I have, let me just go through my notes. Um, Jenny Bix wrote high risk behavior. It was her only episode of Dawson's Creek. Uh, she went on to write, uh, what a girl wants and Rio too. Oh. And men oh. in trees. Oh. Um, I liked that episode though. That was a great episode. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was like, where is she going to blow it here? But maybe she just got a better job. Mm hmm. Um, I do like when Dawson climbs in Jen's window and says, don't question my motives. <laughs> this is gonna happen uh there was some really bad dubbing in the uh pharmacy scene with pacey and andy where he's talking and his mouth wasn't actually moving at all it's really it was really really bad at one point well oh and the lighting when uh what was it pacey climbed into andy's um, room, the lighting, like it's like they had to turn it, turn up the film, and it made the black look gray. It was bad light. And then at the very end, when Joey and Dawson are talking, it's just too dark, and they had to turn it up, and it made it real. The black's not black. Yeah, there was some stuff in, I think, in, in uh, um, His Leading Lady where there was some rain going on that it was raining in one place, but not in another place, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I did like uh, in sex she wrote, so there was a lot. The rain that was that was the rain one. Um, yeah, and they were trying to do some sort of like you know mystery parlor kind of uh, mystery novel kind of thing, you know, with the six suspects, you know, and uh, you know Chris and Abby trying to figure this mystery out. Yeah, if Abby would just take it down a notch, she would not be so terrible. I like the end of that, which was just, you know, I love when Dawson and Joey make up and then, um, you know, of course, the next episode, things are awkward again. But that was a nice line where Joey talks about how she appreciates that she's still a mystery to Dawson (laughs) and that they uh, they miss they miss each other. Yeah, that was kind of cute that they tried to make each other think that they had had sex, but neither one of them did. Oh, the, it was okay. It was cute, but it was also like super sad. It was like really, yeah, if I was Jack and Jen, I'd be like, "Fuck!" 
fuck these guys. At least, you know, for the moment. Yeah. Not just like... Yeah, for the moment, but maybe understand later. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is that know. it? I don't know if I'm there's I'm so any... sorry I'm trying to rush you. It's okay. I think that's... I think that's it. Um, 26 episodes down. Um, 102 to go. Um, next time on We Don't Want to Wait, uh, we have five episodes. Uh, the first is To Be or Not to Be. And the second is That is the Question. <laughs> the third is Be Careful What You Wish For. Fourth is Psychic Friends. And the fifth is A Perfect Wedding. Who's, who's getting married? Hmm. I have no idea. Are 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 Bodie and Bessie living in sin? <laughs> yes. They Maybe are. they're getting married. Maybe they're getting married. Yeah. Or Mitch and Gail get remarried. Oh wow. All right. That's Okay, it. I gotta go. All right. Bye everybody. <laughs> bye stuff. Bye. <laughs>